Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value, and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that, and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Transformation Podcast, Episode 12, Leading from a Place of Love. I'm your host, Cassidy, founder of K Green and Company, Project and Change Management Solutions. The Transformation Podcast is a coaching, training, and development platform of the K Green and Company Transformation Academy. The Academy itself is a global program focused on personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual development. Because K Green and Company's Transformation Academy is focused on holistic development, development of the whole person for success in life and in business, the Transformation Podcast releases coaching, training, and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. And if you've been listening to our podcast in chronological order, you know that we just wrapped up an in-depth seven-part engagement titled the High Value Series, in which I coach you on taking personal responsibility for yourself, your own personal, professional leadership, and even spiritual development, therefore encouraging you to live a life focused on adding maximum value in all areas of life. And we concluded that series this week. And if you haven't listened to those episodes, I encourage you to get started on those because next week we're going to launch our new development focuses. And I promise you, you will want to have listened to and let soak in all that I had to say about what you need to do from an internal perspective. And I encourage you to start listening today. So I'm dropping this unplanned bonus episode leading from a place of love, a Valentine's Day leadership development opportunity for a few reasons. So as I wrap up my plans as to how I'm going to deliver my keynote on Sunday, February 16th at the Texas A&M Technology Summit, of course, I have coaching points on love's place in the workplace and how it can upgrade your leadership capabilities and influence you if you would just treat people with love and respect. And so you've heard me say many times that the Transformation Academy is focused on holistic development, and we're especially careful to address real issues facing individuals and organizations for which there are very few targeted, ongoing, open and honest platforms that reveal to people what the keys to success in their careers and in business are, which includes coaching people to overcome failures. And so many leaders and managers do not for many reasons that I actually understand. People don't tell their employees or their colleagues the honest truth about their self-sabotaging, self-destructive behaviors, language, mannerisms. And because I've led hundreds of people through hundreds of changes, I've seen so many different examples of why people struggle to become and do all that they aspire to. Yet no one is telling them why. And from what I observe and have talked about with various leaders is that many of these challenges, they're actually things that people can address and overcome if we as colleagues, leaders, business owners and even friends would just tell people the truth. So rather than fault your leadership for not telling you, I choose to be a partner to your leadership and an advocate for you, for you to work on everything that you need to work on to become the best version of yourself. And one truth that has been a cornerstone of my success and downfall for others and is the success for people that I've studied over the years is an ability and more importantly, a choice to operate from a place of love in a professional setting. Hence the leading from a place of love development opportunity specifically for leaders, which should be all of you listening to this podcast. So let's get into today's episode. 
And before we do, let me say, uh, let me also say that much of what I cover today, I actually share via webinar through the Higher Education Education User Group, also known as HUG, H-E-U-G, back in October 2019. And if you are a member of HUG listening to this podcast, you can actually go to the HUG website, watch and listen to that webinar, and also download the supportive materials that I provided. And at the end of our episode, I'll share instructions for HUG members on how to access the full webinar and the materials. So in this episode, I'm going to focus on four areas to give you some things to consider about why you should leave from a place of love, not just on Valentine's Day, but every day day for the course of your life. So first, I'm going to get into briefly what I mean by what is love. Then I'm going to talk about the importance of leadership and love. I'll talk about ways being your best self can help you express love in the workplace. I'll talk about a few things when it comes to love as a strategy to lead leaders. And then I'll leave you with my final recommendations to encourage you to live your life as a leader who is rooted in love because we need more of you, more leaders like you, no matter what our industry, profession, role or career interests are. So what is love? First of all, it's the easiest thing to give. It's the thing that we give the least of, unfortunately. And by simply giving more love in the workplace, you immediately upgrade your professional and leadership influence. So what is love from this perspective and what does it have to do with effective leadership? So love is choosing to be at your best when the other person or other people may or may not be at their best. It's placing others needs before your own. It's the unselfish act of kindness, forgiveness, compassion and empathy, particularly when things may not go your way or when someone has committed an offense against you. Love is being brave enough to coach a peer, ask for forgiveness, admit your own missteps and commit to being the best version of yourself. Love is patience with yourself and others, which often translates to better making better decisions, having better experiences and producing better outcomes. And it matters in leadership and for effective leadership because people have life going on and they have physical, emotional, spiritual, relational, financial and other challenges to overcome. And they're likely making their best effort to balance life with work every single day. It matters because people don't hear thank you. Please, I appreciate you. What can I do to support you often enough? And not hearing this from the people we spend 40 to 60 hours a week takes a toll on our well-being. It matters because you cannot lead effectively at a high level over a long period of time. And here's the most important point with a true followership and see the true measure of success without operating from a place of love. And finally, it matters because people have been hurt in the workplace from one perspective or another. And overcoming that can be a lifelong journey. So your day-to-day interactions, your words, or lack thereof can do more harm than good. And what you put in the atmosphere will come back to you, even if it's not in your professional setting. So for those of you who have been hurt in the workplace, or if you know someone who needs strategies to support someone who has been hurt, I encourage you to listen to episode six as I spent an entire episode on this under addressed but much needed topic. So what does love look like in a workplace? Simply put, it's you being your best self. But I am going to talk about four specific things. So obviously, your character and emotional intelligence plays a huge factor. But taking responsibility for yourself, responsibility for others, and protecting your colleagues' experiences is a several are several of the ways that you can express love in a workplace. So you know that in just about any development talk, if you've listened to any of my other episodes or engaged me in another setting, that I'm always going to point you to examine your character and your 
emotional intelligence. So what I mean by your character is it's your heart posture, starting with your humility. What about your attitude either uplifts or 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 pierces the spirit? Are you smiling through your interactions, not just making your face change to a smile? Are you making sure that you're experiencing positive thinking and encouraging others to do the same? And do you have selfless behavior? Emotional intelligence has these five aspects. Self-awareness. Are you self-regulated? Are you properly motivated? What does your empathy look like? And do you have the social skills and the maturity to say that I'm going to love on people regardless of whether or not I personally like them? So I'm not going to go too deep into these areas in this episode because I speak a lot about character in episode two, being a high value human. I also further demonstrate that point in episode three, high value performers. And I get into the importance of having a high emotional quotient or EQ as I walk you through what you can do to further enhance the value of you focusing on your emotional intelligence. So go back and listen to episodes two, three and nine for detailed development content when it comes to your character and emotional intelligence. So taking responsibility for yourself is simply modeling professional behavior, conversation, actions, thinking and service, even when you aren't at work, because you are always a representative of your workplace. And more importantly, you represent you and you should aspire to be someone who lives a life that can be found being a good human, no matter what you're doing. Expressing love in a workplace and taking responsibility for yourself means becoming the most coachable colleague, employee, leader and manager that you can be. It means seeking constructive feedback about how people experience you. And I also spent an entire episode on the value of feedback and released that earlier this week as part of the high value series. So go check out episode 10 for what I have to say about this. And then right after that, go push play on episode 11 in which I make the case for the value of coaching as I walk you through a life changing coaching moment that I experienced because I applied the feedback that I have been receiving over the course of my career. Love in a workplace, taking responsibility for yourself also means not waiting to be praised or recognized for your work before going an extra mile or serving someone else. It means creating your own succession plan through the work that you do every day, taking every project and change initiative seriously and your operations with an open mind and with a commitment to do your very do your very best work for your organization every single day. Expressing love also means eliminating your need to be right. And trading that selfish desire in favor of being in service to your organization. When you're taking responsibility for others, this looks like operating from a place of empathy for your day from your day to day professional and personal commitments that your colleagues, leaders, employees and managers have. And from a managerial or project leadership perspective, it means negotiating timelines and deliverables in the spirit of supporting individuals through day to day projects, as well as changes or organizational happenings while ensuring that, yes, the organization keeps moving. But you are making sure that you're putting people's humanity first. And one piece of advice from a project perspective that I encourage all of you is learn to build in slip or cushion in your projects and changes so that you can naturally accommodate life happening for colleagues or employees. And then from a leadership perspective, while you may not be managing projects, but you may be supporting those who are working projects, learn to examine project schedules from this point of view of building in that slip and cushion and speak up when they don't account for life happening. Get good and practice asking more often, especially to your employees, particularly employees who may be new to management or leadership roles. Ask them this question and let them ponder on it. You don't need to answer it for them. Ask, do you really need to be the one 
that does that? And does it have to be done at this time, especially for your high performers, your leaders and your go to staff? Because these are the people who are most vulnerable, vulnerable to be burnt out. Be a protector of your team, of their time, their talent, and their professional and personal commitments. You yourself be an exemplary representative of individuals, teams, executives, and your organization. Even if you have people that can do this particular thing for you, consider taking public notes for shared meaning and understanding, but more importantly, removing the burden that people feel to take notes for themselves. You don't have to be a project or change manager or an administrative assistant to make this contribution to your colleagues. And I caution you to rebuke that I'm above taking meeting those spirit because whether you realize it or not, it's usually the most valuable outcome of a meeting. And again, supports everyone work, everyone's work involved so that they can call on those outcomes. And I really appreciate leaders who operate from a place of love from this perspective. Really listen to your colleagues, your leaders and your employees for what is and what is not being said and look for opportunities to lighten the load. Be a quarterback of other people's efforts and support them wherever and whenever they need it the most. So there's this leader that I've observed over many years and he leads an IT division. And one of the things I always admired about this person and that is that he was never too big time to get extra chairs for a meeting if we ran out, to bring in extra supplies if there weren't enough, to reach out to try to locate someone that maybe needed to add value to the meeting, but they weren't on the meeting invite or to solve a problem in the moment to help move a moment forward with at least disruption as possible to the moment. And I picked up so much of this expression of love in the workplace and applied it to my own approach to leadership. And I know how much value and peace it brings to people as I've seen people literally get anxious when things go off script. Even if they aren't the ones leading the moment, they still want to feel calm, feel some level of control, like they're going to accomplish whatever we set out to do in any given moment. And finally, never underestimate the power and influence that you have on other people, good or bad. You're creating your legacy every day and people will either draw near or step back from you and your career and your actions and your words can literally build someone up or tear them down, even if the things you say are not ill intentioned. So I encourage you to protect your colleagues experiences as this is one of the highest expressions of love for many reasons. So sometimes you need to save the team or a team member from themselves. I had a colleague who was on this what seemed to be a campaign of yelling at people during a particular project that we were working. And it didn't seem to matter what meeting this person was in. And it turns out the person wasn't aware that this person was yelling. There was a lot actually going on in this person's personal life. And I took it upon myself to provide some coaching by simply making this person aware and asking how could I support a change in behavior more importantly. So I did this at the potential expense of our relationship, likely changing after giving this feedback from a place of love. However, it was worth the risk because our rapport did in fact change. Yet I know in my heart of hearts that had I not made this person aware and encouraged a change in behavior, this person may literally have been out of a job not long after this yelling moment. Other times you need to help leaders and executives become aware of the morale and experience team members have and partner with them to course correct and support those in your organization. In some cases, you may need to coach your leadership and your executives, your peers and your colleagues through a moment. And that moment may be uncomfortable. It's necessary for you to step up from a place of love and leadership to provide sometimes when it needs to be healing in the workplace. 
You should also protect your colleagues by being an advocate, communicating individual and team needs while reassuring them that even if the desired outcome isn't achievable, you're going to work with them to create the best possible scenario. Help them prepare for their moments to present and engage with leaders and executives, other members of their organization, even if they don't realize they need help. So I know this amazing woman who was recently promoted to an executive opportunity and I worked closely with her for several years. I also worked closely with her direct reports and she really embodied this expression of love in a workplace toward her team. And she consistently made sure that she saw them as people and treated them as human beings first. And I really appreciate how she supports them as life happens to them without allowing that to compromise the performance of her team and department of course. But I hope to see more leaders be more like this person. And the result I saw was this unwavering loyalty that her team actually has for her. Regardless of their personal affinity for her, she's able to yield a followership and respect of her team because she operates from this place of love. So I'm going to wrap up with some reminders of things I've already said and a few pointers so that you can take on this love as a strategy to lead leaders in your professional setting. And it's your biggest opportunity to level up in 2020, in my opinion. So I encourage you for love as a strategy to connect with colleagues just on a deeper level. Be more human in the workplace. Improve your character and emotional intelligence. Encourage your leaders and executives to be more empathetic and to express that to the organization. Find ways to help your teams negotiate with them and then also on their behalf. Be assertive, but also be flexible and be approachable. Practice acts of words and of kindness like thank you and I appreciate you. You cannot say that often enough as long as you're being genuine. Protect your colleagues and teams and executives from negative experiences. Celebrate the work and contributions of others. Forgive yourself and other people. Admit your missteps and ask for forgiveness. Be more coachable. And if you remember nothing else I say from this episode, keep people at the heart of everything that you do. So my final thoughts are your professional growth and development depends on your ability to operate from a place of love while being an intelligent High performer, high contributor to your organization, your professional profession or your business. Love can transform your career or your business and open doors that you never knew existed. Your employees, colleagues, managers, leaders and executives could use a more loving leader and will appreciate your expression of love in the workplace. Your executives are in desperate need for the kind of leader that can be trusted to take care of the people that they are asked to lead through change. So that's all I have to say on this leading love, leading from a place of love perspective. As I mentioned, we're wrapping up our high value series this week, the final installments with the value of feedback and the value of coaching. And I encourage you to go listen to that entire series in the order that I released it because each episode builds to the next and all the episodes are labeled. So I try to make it easy for you. They all say high value series on them and which part you're listening to so you can stay organized and keep up. As a reminder, my goal in kicking off 2020 with the challenge to you to do such holistic internal examination and work on yourselves is because I know with more than a decade of experience seeing people win in li- and lose in life and business and spiritually, I needed to start you with the focus on you. In some cases, the not so sexy parts of your character, your humility or your heart posture in order for us to then go to work on coaching you in the hard and soft skills needed to make the rest of your life the best life it can be 
but by being honest with you about how much the principles I'm coaching you on matter for you to achieve and sustain the wild success that I know you dream of. And I'm not just picking on you. I'm operating from a place of love as I coach and train you. And the principles and perspectives that I'm coaching you from, I live out daily and have throughout my career and my personal life as evidence when I give you quite a few examples of my own growth moments and I continue to strive to be the best version of me. So for listeners who are attending the Texas A&M Technology Summit this weekend and might be playing this episode after hearing my keynote, just because podcast shows present episodes in order of most recent to the oldest, I really encourage you to listen to the Transformation Podcast uh, in order, beginning with the first episode, the pilot, because I thought it important and diligent for me for all listeners as you determine whether or not you want to engage the development content that the Transformation Podcast offers for me to be transformed transparent about the premise for which I coach and I set the frame for that in the pilot episode and I'm also transparent that much of what I coach is rooted in the teachings of the Bible from the word of the Lord Jesus Christ so I give you as listeners the opportunity to decide if you want to grow by virtue of the holistic approach I coach from allowing you to make an informed decision so as a reminder, if you're a HUG member, meaning H-E-U-G, Higher Education User Group, and want to watch and access the full webinar from which today's episode was derived and also download the content that I provided, you can navigate to the HUG website, which is www.heug.org. When you get there, navigate to eAcademy and select on-demand recordings. You can look through the webinar archives and find the Leading Leaders Through Change webinars from July 2019, October 2019, and January 2020, you simply need to log in to watch the webinars and and perform the download. And there's still time to actually register for the last installment of that webinar series, which is going to be March the 10th, where I'm going to get into the high value of team development skills. So I'll add the link to the HUG website in the show notes. And with that, Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. As a reminder, the Transformation Podcast is focused on holistic development in the areas of personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual growth. And our coaching and training, should you choose to apply it, is guaranteed to upgrade your life. To learn more about K Green and Company, you can visit our website at www.kgreenpcms.com. And I'll add the link to the show notes. So that's it, y'all. Keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life, in your career, and in business, subscribe to the Transformation Podcast and get your upgrade every week. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank y'all.